All right, what is up, everyone? Hope you're having a beautiful afternoon. Cub Cooker here. Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. Today, I'm going to teach you exactly how to upgrade your spiritual intelligence, and we're going to do it in under 60 minutes. So I'm going to go straight into it today. Y'all know the drill. Uh, we're here in all love, light, unity. Um, this is a community for all different faiths, walks of life, religions, traditions, races, orientations. We just love you and we welcome you here. Uh, I'm not here to change anyone. Um, and neither is God. I don't believe he wants to transform you, not change you. And so I'm here to just love on you guys, um, and really just unpack a message today from the gospel of Thomas that I think will blow your mind transform you. You guys see the artwork I have. Um, just this kind of archetypal character behind me of like being upgraded. You guys can see the spirals. Um, the D to the N to the A. The upgrades. You guys know I talk about the light codes and stuff like that. So uh, I want to cut through all the woo-woo today. And give you guys some really practical uh, tips and tricks from the Gospel of Thomas that I think are just again they are uh, you don't even you don't have to be religious nothing to to take these and really add them to your philosophy your intellect your heart set uh, your practice whether you want to call it spiritual practice or wellness or um, consciousness practice like I don't care. We're going to refer to God today as source. You may call him unity, creator, universe, father, Abba, uh, many, many different names. But again, we look for the character of what God is. It, you know, even as we've gone through things like the Old Testament, we're looking for that character of God. We're, we're, we're running that fruit test. What is the fruit test? You will know a tree by its fruits, okay? Um, and so we got to understand that, like, where are we rooted to? Where is all of this coming from? Um, and what are these these entities that we read about in all different spiritual and ancient texts? Um, and which ones can we, uh, you know, can we uh, step into those teachings? And I talked the other day about uh, how you avatar yourself, you know, and, and a lot of different people follow a lot of different deities, a lot of different ideologies and again i'm not here to I'm not here to to tell you to uh divine grid programmer i love that steven beautiful man um i'm not here to tell you who to worship who to follow or even who to believe in i just want you guys to you know as you read ancient texts question what that fruit is what what is that entity really about or really just that mindset if you take it all as mythology what is that mindset about what is that heart set about um, and that's really where we're going to get down to today. I'm just going to boil away all the BS and try to get right into it. So this was heavy on my heart this morning. Yellow was in the color of my eyes today. Uh, not like the retina or the pupil, I mean. But um, but as I was doing my morning meditation, sun gazing, very short session this morning. Very cold outside here in West Texas. And uh, just as I, I close my eyes, I normally, you know, just kind of have a blue cast. And today it was just bright yellow, bright yellow. And the sun wasn't even yellow. And it's just like whatever was filtering through into me was yellow. And last night, 
um, when I was kind of waking up this morning in my lucid dream state, I felt very awake and I don't even know if I was dreaming. I was just, there were these patterns, fractal patterns, perfectly, you know, flower of life type stuff, just playing through my mind. Uh, and I could see it faintly, even in this yellow color as I was kind of waking up this morning. So I'm telling you guys, there's something going on. I don't know what it is, something with the divine grid. Uh, there's some upgrades going around right now. I feel like it because I feel like I've stepped into like a new, like a little bit of a different timeline or like a just kind of an upgrade level here. Um, when I talk about upgrades, I'm not saying I am your guru. I'm not your guru. I have zero answers, guys. Zero answers. Um, I don't think I can do that anymore. Zero. I have zero answers. Um, you have to find your own answers. And that's really one of the number one lessons from today's session is just don't trust me. Don't trust anybody else. Go and find the answers for yourself because uh, you're going to what we call in the spiritual community uh, it may be in the church community called uh, the prophetic. It could be called revelation. Uh, you know, say God gave me a revelation or I had a prophetic word or something like that. Um, in the spiritual community, we call it downloads. And I speak more of the spiritual community language because, again, I'm very, very committed to making sure that my message is universal because I don't think that you need to come through any certain door with this. I think the path is the same. I'm speaking about the same path Christ did. Um, and I really, really believe that. And I just want to make sure that it's accessible and open for everyone. We literally have agnostics and even atheists that, that, uh, take our show in every day that are really learning from all these concepts and really bettering their lives. And that's, that's the whole point of what I'm doing here. So, um, I've heard a lot of people seeing sacred geometry, honeycomb patterns, uh, that in between sleep state. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird. Uh, Steve says, uh, that's, yeah, it was, it was kind of the, I mean, I, I can almost make it happen when I meditate, but for it to just like happen while I was just in that lucid state, what, that was brand new for me. So very, very interesting. Luckily it was faint, you know, it wasn't like vivid, like, whoa, but I mean, it was, you know, like, but I was able to like focus on it and know it was there. And I'm like, and I thought to myself, I'm receiving information from this. I don't know what it is, but it felt like I was being programmed, being upgraded, something weird like that. It was, it's almost like a system update. If you've ever had a computer or a phone do that, you know, it'll kind of whirl through the modes uh, and then do a quick reset and then wake back up. That's like how I felt waking up this morning. It was really weird. And so that's what I wanted to talk about. Playing your own game. Absolutely. And he says, um, so that, and, and, and Steve, actually the way you said it, divine grid programmer is really how I'm going to approach this today, because you guys know we've got a bunch of people that are in my mythos community here, the mythos community, the word mythos is a set of agreements about a thing, specifically about mythology. Uh, but my whole concept behind our mythos community was, you know, the agreements we have and the things that we believe on, they literally affect and program our reality. And based on like what tradition or God or idea, idea or whatever pattern you follow, you're like avataring with that story, if that makes sense. And again, I'm not here to tell you any of them. I'm not here to tell you what's right or wrong. I'm just saying like you're going to have 
the experiences of that avatar that you are uni uniting yourself with or yoking yourself with. And uh, if you remember when Christ was talking about my yoke is easy and my burden is light, you know, that word yoke, yoga, yoga means yoke. Uh, it's that practice, that unity. And what he was uniting himself was the bhakti yoga of love and devotion. And that's one of my favorite, favorite ones. Now, I do struggle with that because I'm more of like the do it yoga. Like I like to go uh, do the spirituality, like perform the stuff. Like I'm very 10x. Like how can I, uh, what can I do to get there? Um, and that's kind of how my teaching style with all this comes across. Um but with that said, uh, you know, the bhakti yoga of love, Christ being my guru, my yogi, uh, my uh, friend. He said, I came to call you friends um, and brothers and sisters and sons and daughters of the most high God. It's like phew, mind blowing. Yeah, sorry. This is uh, there we go. Is that better? Um, it's my coat. I need to take my coat off. Let me just unzip it a little bit. I've got a branded t-shirt on today because it's laundry day. So I didn't want to, uh, you know, uh, show off the logo from this band that I'm wearing. So, um, let's see. Fisherman's wife had, um, I am new and learning, uh, fisherman's wife. What's up, my friend? How are you doing? Well, welcome to the community. We are all new and learning by the way. So, um, perfect, perfect place to be. Um, who is God? And I think that that's the ultimate question. You know, you have a ton of representations of who God is. And I want to tell you guys something like this is, this is another, like, you know, le level like 101 when you're entering the spirituality world is like, just because other people say or a God claims to be the only God does not mean that that's the only God. We have a lot of different mythologies with a lot of different gods that claim to be the only God, the most high God, the perfect God, whatever. But then you've got this really, really quiet entity that Christ speaks of as spirit and truth. Uh, you have to remember in the time he came into, they were moving on traditions and mythologies and stories that had uh, very real gods that had experience with their patriarchs and matriarchs throughout their historical canon. Um, and again, this is where, you know, I'm not, this is not against any culture or whatever. Um, I love culture. I love mythologies. I love all the stories of the gods and the angels and the fallen angels and uh, you know, all the cool stuff. Um, and so I love exploring it. And I personally view it all as an allegory for our higher self, for like the process of like our personal ascension. And as I talked with Joshua last night, I think that a lot of it did happen. Uh, I am an ancient astronaut theorist. I believe we had extraterrestrial or angelic. They didn't have a word for extraterrestrial back then. I, uh, you know, angelic, extraterrestrial, entities the gods good and not so good the light and the dark by the way i think they were all by oath supposed to serve the fractal mind of god the most high unity source the thing that animates everything by the way and based on where they yoked themselves or rooted themselves uh you get different versions of that in different mythologies so um, I love, love, love exploring all that. So again, I mean like a lot of respect to all of that, um, and whatever tradition you are, but I think just on an esoteric level, what I wanted to talk about today, 
um, is like just to, to question personally. This is not like publicly. I'm not saying, you know, we're, we're not on a mission to do this like, uh, you know, and, and force other people to do it. We're just on a personal miss- mission, mission, to uh to go on this pilgrimage within and ask these questions on you know jesus said who do you say i am uh he said my father is in spirit and in truth he was like yet you worship your father who is the devil because you do those works uh you or you do the will of your father who is the devil and so there's so many like connections that like and that's why i think christ is this incredible universal truth this incredible timeless story by the way, a story that I think happened over and over and over throughout history and different versions or avatars of him. Uh, and then we have this one beautiful story of him being fully aware, fully awakened as God incarnate on earth as the Christ. And I believe, I really truly believe, guys, that he was really trying to pass that torch on to us, not just create a bunch of followers or devotees but rather allow us to really be his embodiment on earth and be that uh, that's, uh, avatar, at least. Maybe not the incarnation. Like, I believe he was the incarnation of the Christ, of the Logos, the energy directly from the source. Um, and I think that we can be his avatar um, or its avatar, whatever you, again, you know, a lot of people don't believe the story actually happened and that's fine. I think that the, the spiritual truth is still there and that's lesson number two in this, um, of, of our, our spirituality one oh one here is, you know, read it both ways, read it upside down, read it backwards, forwards, read it through and through, uh, read it 3d, 4d, 5d, uh, read it awake, read it asleep, read it, uh, within, read it without, I love the esoteric reading of everything. And I always like to look at the other side of the coin because like if you ever looked at a quarter, you see the heads on, on the side of the quarter and there's not a lot of detail there. And the the heads is what most people see most people. And most people will debate the doctrine, the dogma. Well, I believe this. You don't believe that it's us versus them. It's it. You know, you don't understand. It's all the duality and blah, blah, blah. And there's all the stuff. Okay. All the stuff. And what I propose is just flip the coin over and let's take in all the data sets and let's just say, what if, let's look at it all, let's think about it, um, and let's read it in, in every way possible and try to understand a higher truth about it. And if it literally happened, awesome. How cool is that, that the matrix, the divine matrix specifically manifests within the physical or the flesh matrix as the biblical canon calls it. Um, and that we can see spiritual truths within a physical realm. Uh, and if it never happened, then thank God that we have these esoteric uh, stories and mythologies to give us an understanding of who we really are. Um, you know, and that that we are something more than we than anyone or anything ever wants us to believe. And as I questioned last night with Joshua, uh, I've been collaborating with Sons of God Ministries and we're talking about Tower of Babel. I said, you know, because the common narrative around that is that God, you know, people were becoming too much like God and that they you know, had to be, uh, you know, kind of kicked out of the Garden of Eden like they were in the first place. And then here he had to knock the tower down, scatter them on the earth, you know, depending on which version of it you read, uh, mix the language up. 
And Babel means the gate of El. Uh, again, El Elyon, God Most High. El often being used for like the source, that the original deity. Um, that's that's actually very very quiet. Um, and he's kind of that that thing, that entity that you have to go within to find. And that's really like what Christ taught: is it is like you activate that seat of God, that chakra. By letting the Christ energy, that love, the logos, the light sit on your heart. And then you continue that ascension journey. Um, and you got all the stuff in the Old Testament. And there's plenty of other mythologies and, and pantheons and stuff too. Like even the Egyptian. Uh, you can like look at all of that. Um, and these stories are just timeless and, and almost seemingly recycled in a lot of ways. Uh, and it's really, really beautiful. Um, let's see what's wrong. Ask, uh, what's the picture on the screen? This is just like, um, I create a lot of artwork with like what I call the archetypal self. And so it's basically every piece of artwork I create that has a character in it is like the hero's journey. And so my whole point behind my artwork is to help you, the viewer identify as the character in every episode we're talking about, you know, um, uh, that this is your journey and I may be here as a messenger. I may be here as someone you completely disagree with, but somehow some way I am passing through you as a part of your journey and giving you whatever message download, whatever that, you know, you might be able to continue on with your life, even if you disagree with me and that's fine. Uh, a lot of people do, but a lot of people really agree with me and finally find a voice for themselves. Cause I'm not here just to share my voice. Cause I can go talk to the mirror and hear myself talk. Um, you know, I want to give you a voice and I'm sharing ideas, thoughts, and concepts that I know you have had. I know at 3am you've woken up with a terrifying thought of what if God in the old Testament really is Satan? What if Christ really came to reveal that I'm a part of God, that I'm a part of the divine matrix? What if nothing I see is real? What if all of this is a hologram? Like those are the thoughts that we explore here on the Cub Cooker Supernatural podcast. And you guys that are in Mythos community, you know that we're not, we don't always agree on everything. We all have our own experiences. And if you haven't joined the Mythos community, it's my little private membership. And it really is just, it's nine bucks a month. It's a recurring subscription. You get access to our private group over on Facebook. We've got uh, video chats that we do every Saturday um, and talk amongst the community. And if you join right now before January 1st or through January 1st, you're going to get a free download of my audio book, which is the longer version where I go through and actually teach you from my book, God Given Gifts of Brilliance, uh, to start activating your path of spiritual uh, gifts. And really, I look at it from that book at the time. I was very steeped in more of the traditional Christian culture. And so that book is really written from that point of view, but it's very easily uh, gone through and uh, understood in more of a universalist manner. So um, I, we've had a lot of people read it, both uh, Christian and non-Christian, that, that really, really enjoy it. So it's good, just a really cool view on what the journey of life is. But then we also have in that Mythos community a whole video library 
with the book study and then I have like 500 other video lessons that I'm going to continue to upload to the private video library just for that community to continue your study and continue your your walk um, and and you guys are getting all kinds of download stuff that I never even thought of when I shot those videos and uh, we have people in the community that are waking up and having their spiritual gifts revealed to them and you know this is not me guys that's just what happens when you get together a bunch of beautiful people in spirit and love and just interact on a divine level and I love love what's going on there so I love you guys and I wanted to give you a very special shout out today we've got a lot of new members uh, I'm going to go through and read all the members at some point on the air here probably when we hit like a uh, certain number I think we're going to be at 100 members probably by the end of the year in there so I'm really really thankful uh, for that and thank you guys if you're interested in that uh, the links in my profile on all the stuffs it's cubcooker c-u-b-k-u-k-e-r.com or stand.store slash cubcooker uh, both of those will take you to the same place so um, I'm going to get into this and read from the gospel of Thomas this is really 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 good stuff so we're going to level up to uh, I, I'll call this uh, lesson number three here is uh, open heart open mind and um, if someone tells you that this is the only doctrine to read and don't stray outside of this and be careful and blah 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 uh, then I think that that person needs to well they need to watch my videos um, and so I have struggled with it too. Like, oh, this isn't in the Bible or this isn't in the approved doctrine or dogma of like my family tradition or like, you know, what what's comfortable to talk about at the dinner table during the holidays uh, with aunts and uncles. That's a hard one, guys. Like you're, you're going to have uh, people that will tell you this is heretical or it's satanic or it's just total BS too. You have people that are, you know, completely non- they're not uh, they're not people of faith or anything, and that's fine. I, I don't have an issue with that, but I'm just saying they may just tell you like, and I've had people tell me like, oh, I'm glad you're into that. I used to be into that, and it's total BS. Like, well, you know, may, maybe uh, you uh, closed your heart off at some point. Maybe you were into some stuff that didn't connect and make sense. Maybe you just found something that you thought was more important, you know, and so I can't say – yeah, I have a friend that has told me similar things like that, you know, like, oh, good for you. I used to do all that. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it helps, but, you know, then, then there's a lot more in life that's more important kind of thing, you know. Uh, and to me, this is all that's important. This is all that's important is to just to just spin on this stuff and go down the rabbit hole. Um, and my rabbit hole, guys, just so you know, if you're new here, if you're new here, we talk about faith, spirituality, and the paranormal. Every single day, we have two podcasts a day they're live and then they go out to the YouTube channel and the audio platforms. So you can find me on Spotify and everything. Um, but we really just approach all of this in a, in a really unique way. And it is not a conspiratorial way. Um, one of the inherent things about the content I put out is there's a lot of people that want to feel like it's us versus them or the whole thing is, you know, corrupt and all these secrets is blah, 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 you know, you guys know what I'm talking about, okay? And and I, I really don't play into that because I think if we focus on that, we miss the point. We end up with anger and fear and rah, and just this energy that is not enlightening. It is not transcendent. It does not allow us to become well 
Uh, and I'm not just talking about wellness. I'm talking about become the well. Uh, you know, Christ said, when you drink from this spring, it will well forth from you and you will never thirst again. And that's why I have experienced and I know from other creators, other creators that I love dearly, that um, that that mentality and that approach breeds a lot of dissonance. And I'm all about listening and tuning in, guys. Okay, and so there's uh, there's lesson number four is listening and tuning in. When you get these downloads or revelations, they come abstract. Okay, let me say that again. When you get downloads or revelations, and if you continue on this, you're going to have them. They're going to be abstract. So it is important to, that's why I continue to read scripture. And I'm not just talking about biblical scripture. I'm reading the Bhagavad Gita, the Upanishads, the Dhammapada, the Tibetan Book of the Dead, uh, the Egyptian tablets, the Sumerian tablets. Uh, we're reading a lot of mythologies. We're reading the biblical canon. We're also reading the Gnostic gospel canon. Um, and we're, yeah, we're reading Enoch uh, and talking about the, the Nephilim and Enoch. Um, and so think about this, Jonathan, uh, great question. Uh, I hope I said your name, right? Um, you know, the Nephilim, what, what is a Nephilim? It's the unity of divinity and flesh. And so by definition, we're all Nephilim because we've tried to do that. You know, you try to do it. I try to do it. And when I tried to do it, all that it bred in my life was destruction. Uh, and, and I thought I was like, oh, this is the path of following God. This is just how it is. And, uh, I shared in the mythos community this morning that like one of the things I've always been committed to is breaking generational curses, uh, within my, I'm sorry guys about the microphone. I hope that that helps. I'll try not to show off my graphic shirt too much. It's not a bad graphic, but I just like to monetize these and I, uh, I meant to put on a tie dye shirt, but, um, yeah, you cannot live in both worlds. Absolutely. Duality is a bigger problem, I think, than anything. Uh, and you're like, oh, you can't be light and love all the time. Like, no, 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 exactly. You can't, but you can be there consciously. Your consciousness can be there. Your spirit can be there. And that's the difference. Everybody's trying to like overcome their flesh and like all this stuff. And the thing is, is like why you have to follow Christ in like the baptism, the renewal, like all of that. What is that? It's like a washing. And uh, once you begin to vibrate on that higher frequency, like the things of the flesh that used to taste good, sound good, feel good, uh, give you identity, give you purpose, like all those things, like they just start going away. And it really is like um, one of the Gnostic concepts of the Christ energy is that it, he dissolves all of those things until all that's left is the the pureness the truth the light of existence and by the way that's within you does that mean you'll never tell a lie again and you're going to be perfect and you'll never do anything wrong you know even accidentally no no you live in the matrix you literally live in a construct that's built on all of that anyway all of that flesh so how do you transcend that? Your consciousness, your spirit. Once you activate with that and you allow Christ on the heart seat, the Christ energy, again, not the religious character, but the Christ energy, the truth, the spirit to sit on your heart, then you're going to connect and you allow God to sit on the throne of your consciousness and you connect directly to source. Some people have sparks and flashes of it and big, incredible experiences. Some people just flow into it slowly and lovingly. 
you're going to have a different experience than than everyone else does again you're on a different karmic cycle you're in a different genetic line you're in a different zodiac field and you're in a different incarnation you also might be avataring with a different um, embodiment of these pantheons of gods all of those things are representative of different versions of self and different timelines we're on anyway some people may really align with the shiva energy at points of their life where they're conquering a lot of things they're burning a lot of karma they're moving into like these quantum understandings and i've been there very recently um uh missy says about to post something to the group awesome awesome can't wait missy got some good downloads uh truth that travels has some good downloads annie has some good downloads merle has some good downloads uh we've got guys the mythos group some of the coolest people i love you guys thank you um i'm not trying to make this a mythos party today but you guys just really impressed me recently and i woke up with a ton of gratitude for what we're doing there it's really rare what we're doing there all these creators have their own private groups that's one of the most popular ways to like you know support what you do as a creator and i am full-time with this you guys make it possible thank you guys um and and we have a very rare group it's a beautiful group and 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 i'm very very thankful for that so um i don't know where we are on the the lessons here but i hope you guys are vibing with what i'm talking about uh this is just like a really really deep dive and just kind of like how i approach things and again you're going to approach them differently than me Ah, i gotta get my my thor cup okay trying to get the code out of the way again there uh, the fields are tangible. Yes, they are. Absolutely. Okay, so Logion 4 in the Gospel of Thomas. Yeshua or Christ or the Christ. Uh, this could be like your higher self, your love as well. Like that logos within, the word of God within you. Uh, said an aged person will not hesitate to ask a seven-day-old infant about the place of life. And that person will live. Many of the first will make themselves last, and they will become one. Now, you may see some similarities between the canonical Gospels, and we don't really know, like, which is what he actually said. These are people recounting what he said. You have to remember that. Now, I like the Gnostic Gospels because they make the Synoptic Gospels, which you have in the biblical canon, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, make a lot more sense. Because you realize that he's not talking about literal things. He's talking about metaphysical or spiritual things. And we just try to like, we, we in the flesh try to, you know, internalize that and make that fit into our physical matrix rather than like getting what he's, you know, the eyes to see and ears to hear that he's talking about. So, um, so with that, here's what I love. Okay. Most traditions, and this is not a dig at any tradition, but this is just most traditions because I've been a part of a lot of them. They highly value, highly value the aged person okay and while i think we should highly value them and love them what what christ is really saying here is like it's not age that necessarily breeds wisdom it's a return a return to what you were what you remembered like from source it's a return to source and i said last night and and plenty of aged people with wisdom can do this and i've seen a lot of them do it but i think especially culturally we have a lot of people that just think they're wise because oh, I've been through all this stuff. And really, because they think they're wise, they really they don't even remember source. They remember the lessons. They don't remember the source. 
And I think true gnosis comes between the learning of the lessons, that, that knowledge, and the actual wisdom of source. Um, and I think that that's, that, that that's a whole other rabbit hole to go down. But just think about that. Always respect your elders, guys. Always take care of them, love them, lift them up, talk with them, hold the door for them, bring them food. And I'm not saying they're all invalids that need help. I'm just... But, but seriously, this is not a disrespectful thing. There's too much of that going around with different generations. Uh, but this really is like a return to source. And I said last night on the collaboration with Josh that um, Christ came to return self to source. That's the whole point of his message, to return self to source. And I truly believe that, and I see that in every word of Christ in the Gnostic and the Synoptic Gospels. And those are the ones that I look to. I don't build my doctrine or any type of thing off of like uh, like what Paul said or Old Testament or any of that stuff. I Or even Enoch. You guys know I love Enoch. Like we're looking at the keys of Enoch, but I'm not, uh, I'm not taking that as like the words of Christ. Taking the words of Christ as the words of Christ. So uh, Gnostic Gospels, are a big influence on me because I am a Gnostic. Um, and then the Synoptic Gospels. Beyond that are other people's opinions, OPOs. You know, call them what they are. They're OPOs, other people's opinions. Do other people's opinions or OPOs about you define who you are? No. Um, that's other people's opinions. And other people are going to project on you either what they need you to be, what they perceive you to be, or what uh, they want to perceive you to be. Um, and so OPOs are not necessarily the truth. Yeah, some people are in tune and they can see they can see truth in people, but um, that's for an, a whole nother discussion. But so he's talking about going back to source. What is the, and it's in caps here too, in the scripture, place of life. Say it with me. The place of life. An aged person will not hesitate to ask a seven-day-old infant about the place of life, and that person will live. I've got my Thor cup today. I don't know if you can see it. From the new Thor movie. Speaking of gods, uh, all things are tangible. Uh, are all things tangible and able to be quantified? Um, I think on a certain level, like uh, once you explore consciousness, you can at least somewhat quantify uh, the beginnings of the spiritual realm of truth. Um, and I don't think we'll be able to quantify any of that until we're actually fully present there. Because again, we're, we're in this uh, cage, if you will, of the construct or what people call the matrix. So... Um, with that said, I think that there's a lot more tangible things that can be quantified, understood, and practiced within spirituality than there are within religious doctrine and dogma. Um, and again, all respect. I have to say it, guys, because there's too many people disrespecting out there. I really do respect your traditions, your religions, your families, your traditions, all of that. All I'm giving you is something to add to it, okay? And it's either going to enrich it which you're already there with, or it might move you in a different direction. And I'm not here to tell you which one to do. I'm just saying there's plenty of people that can continue to practice their uh, religious tradition or their faith tradition or their family tradition 
and take everything that I'm talking about and really just add this like this like icing on the cake kind of thing, you know. And so uh, I just really, really I think that there's too many people that are, like they're just trying to like knock the knock the tower down, like we talked about last night, rather than just rebuild it, finish it out, uh, put put that truth and spirit back in it. So uh, thank you guys for the stars, by the way. Um, and I'm supposed to say this, like I got a Facebook thing notification from uh my partner portal over there and um there's my wife calling um and uh they said like uh i guess they gave out a bunch of stars to people on facebook so if you have extra stars that facebook gave you not ones you bought i mean if you want to give me the ones you bought that helps me too i get money from that and i get support to continue what i'm doing but like they gave out extra stars and those are basically from the way I understand it, how uh, people that are watching can support creators by telling Facebook like, hey, I value this creator. Now I'm taking the donated stars that you gave me and kind of voting for that creator. Uh, so if you have them, you know, and I can have one of them or a hundred of them or however many they gave, I don't know how many they gave, but um, you know, vote for me if you can. I have until January 3rd, I think to like, uh, and they put all these creators in like um, there's a big drawing for like bonus money and stuff like that, too. So I don't have a clue how it all works. So don't take that as, you know, uh, the rules of all of it. But but just know that it does help. I don't I don't understand all of this, but I just show up and do what I do. So um, that really helps, guys. Thank you. And if you're on TikTok, you can follow me over on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com slash Cub Cooker. And my name, just like it is on all platforms, is Jacob Cooker with Cub in parentheses. So, um, but thank you guys. Um, so think about that. An aged person asks seven-day-old infant about the place of life. Um, and, and again, in the time of Christ, they were, you know, elders. Elders were, were really, really highly valued. We think about elders, and I think, too, a lot of times they did as it's the age and the life experience within this timeline but the true definition of an elder and i was talking about this last night i believe the true definition is someone who's been around the cycle they've been through the zodiacs they've come back they've chosen to come back to enlighten to share um and, I, and i'm not saying i'm claiming that i'm that person or anything i'm just doing what i feel god's calling me to do uh what i feel like my purpose is but um, just be aware of that. Like, you know, elder is not an age label. It's, it's like, you know, it's the people you say, Oh, you got an old soul, you know? And I've had people tell me that before. I've also had people tell me that I'm an idiot, but, um, so many things, many names, right? Um, so number five, Yeshua said, recognize what is in front of you and what is hidden from you will be revealed. Nothing that is hidden that will not be revealed. His disciples questioned him. Should we fast? How should we pray? How should we give alms? What rules of diet should we follow? Yeshua said, stop lying. Do not do that which is against your love. You are naked before heaven. What you hide will be revealed. Whatever is veiled will be unveiled. Yeshua said, fortunate is the lion eaten by a human, for a lion becomes a human. Unfortunate is the human eaten by a lion, for a human becomes a lion. Some of this can get confusing. 
Verse 8, Yeshua said, A human being is like a good fisherman who casts his net into the sea. When he pulls it out, he finds a multitude of little fish. Among them, there is one fine large fish. Without hesitation, he keeps it and throws all the small fish back into the sea. Those who have ears to hear, let them hear. And I'm going to stop with verse 8. Here's why. And I love, love, love this. Do not do that which is against your love. That's what all of this is about, guys. He's teaching the law of love, the law of creation. The idea that we we are naked before God. We he sees all truth, you know, and if we don't step into that with him. And again, is it like, oh, you'll never tell a lie again or you'll never accidentally do something that's, you know, uh, maybe possibly, you know, wrong or whatever. And people just hold themselves to this like standard and it eats them up. And I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about being open and honest and full and loving before God and source. That's a whole different level, guys. I'm not saying you've got to go, you know, write down everything you ever did wrong and go post it on the walls and post it on Facebook. That's not the point of this. The point of this is to be naked before God, before your heavenly father, before source. And when you go within and you meditate and you find the kingdom within, that you approach that in truth and love. You don't approach it with the motive of uh, receiving some sort of power or some sort of authority or some sort of whatever. Now, you're going to find that through that, by the way, but it's it's an honest motive towards that. And, and the number one thing, they're literally asking him, and we get questions like this all the time in, in the comments, you know, what about this and what about that? What do you think about this? Or, or is this this or that that? And, and what, are the, what is he saying here? You know, should we fast? How should we pray? Should we give alms? Which is, you know, should we give money? Like, you know, should we tithe? What rules of diet should we follow? And he's like, stop lying. Guys, just don't do what's against your love, okay? And it is your love. It's yours to give. It's yours to feel and experience. It's yours to cycle back to source. It's yours to spread upon the earth. Annie Logan's like, yeah, what's up? Um, It's yours. So own it. Step into it. Quit worrying about the, you know, am I calling God the right thing? Am I, did I give enough money? Am I, you know, am I, am I good enough in this area? No, like just don't do Anything that's against your love. Step into the vibration of love. Dude, Melissa, you're too much, man. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, Melissa just dropped a thousand stars. Man, thank you. Seriously, y'all are way too kind to me. Um, I don't know what I did to deserve this, but thank you. Um... And then we got the whole lion part. We'll we'll break that down on another episode. That's got some interesting connotations when it comes to like um, animal spirits and stuff like that. We'll, we'll get into that later. But um, you know, and, and there's a lot of evidence to to show that that Christ was was um, not not vegetarian and not vegan, but basically vegetarian vegan, but ate fish. Okay, so like whatever that would be. Um, and that, you know, he didn't eat, 
he didn't eat meat because of that exchange, like that spiritual thing. And it wasn't about the dietary law. It was more about his his love, like he loved animals. He released the animal. Pescatarian, thank you very much. Um, what church do you go to? I'm a pescatarian. Sounds like uh, sounds like a faith tradition, but um, but yeah, thank you for that uh, truth that travels. Um, so, with that said, um, you know, I think it was against his love. So, I mean, if if he did practice that, so uh, that's something that I'm really working on too. We live in West Texas, and the beef trade here is deep. And I cannot wait. I really believe that we're going to get to move this next year. I'm going to get to build my studio. Uh, I'll get to live in the country again, but closer to the city to be with my family. That wasn't a problem with where we lived before. We were so far out in the country and way out in the uh, in the middle of nowhere. And so I'm hoping that this time we can grow a lot more food and I can order in a bunch of fish and keep it in a freezer, you know, straight from the Gulf down here and uh, really just try to... Just to eat well because because i do we drive by all these you know cute cows every day and it's just hard around here um so with that said i think that that's kind of you know maybe some connotation for that verse but then verse eight is where i think this is like we'll call this number five for today i'm sure i've dude's uh leathercraft nation in the house what's up my brother Y'all go check out my friend Leathercraft Nation. Thank you for the stars, man. Um, do me a favor. Go follow Leathercraft Nation. Okay, ladies, even if you don't want to craft with leather, he like he just teaches so much of this mindset on how to be a craftsman or craftswoman, like just making stuff with your hands and being, um, you know, you think about like Jesus and the disciples, like they were all craftsmen or tradesmen. And women, too. They had a lot of Essenes with them, like Mary Magdalene, uh, a lot of healers, energy workers, stuff like that. So they're going around and, and you know, trading and selling all of those uh, little products and services and funding their funding their mission. So really, really cool stuff. But I love what he's doing. He's a brother here. He's a brother. Uh, so go check him out. Leathercraft Nation. He's over on TikTok and everywhere else. So, But this final verse before I got to run, I got to go meet my wife. Um a human being is like a good fisherman. I'm going to tell you exactly what this means, what I believe it means. Who casts his net into the sea. Okay, you're searching, right? Like we're all searching. And unfortunately, I think a lot of us end up in like one pin, you know, pinhole or pigeonhole or whatever you call it, like tradition. You know, it's like, well, I'm like me. I was Methodist and there's nothing wrong with Methodism. Like I learned a ton from it. But like being stuck in that, it's it's one of the little fish. Like there's there's a lot of little fish out there, even though, even though there may be big organizations or institutions or traditions, there's still the little fish. There's that big fish. We're all casting our nets, and a lot of people go, "Oh, I like that little fish. It's cute and it's fun and it makes me feel better." And you know, I got friends that have the same fish. You don't understand. All my friends have the same fish. Um, and especially here in West Texas, you know, whatever church you go to, that's where your friends come from. Um, we've got something like 200 churches in this town or something. So, um, but it says when he pulls it out, he finds a multitude of little fish among them. There is one fine, large fish without hesitation. He keeps it and throws all the small fish back into the sea. What does that mean? Guys? You got it, okay? You know exactly what I'm talking about. You're seeking deeper. You're on the spirituality path. 
you're on the authentic reality path. You're on the spiritual gifts path. You're like, you know, I got like all of the, I want all of this. I don't just want like this version or this interpretation of it. Like I want to experience it all. I want the upgrades. I want the spiritual upgrade. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly what I'm talking about today. Yes, he lives. Let's go. Absolutely. Um, Annie says, I take it different, uh, backwards, maybe interesting, interesting, Annie, good, good, good thoughts on that. We'll talk more about that in the mythos community for sure. But, um, you know, to me, it's like, and I'm not saying you're just adopting everything like whatever. Oh yeah, whatever. No, I'm just saying like you, like you finally find this distilled truth and it's almost like all those little fish in one. Like it's just it's a distilled truth, okay? It's a it's a place of stillness, oneness, love. It's like everything harmonizes in that moment. It's that big fish. It's what we're all looking for. It's source. It's returning of self to source. And that that's what I interpret it to mean, at least for where I'm at in my walk right now. And again, you may have a different uh, a different interpretation. Um, PKD says, so enjoy your content, connecting one dot at a time, brother. Thank you very much. Annie, we'll talk more about that. Drop in the mythos group. Annie, what your thoughts are on that? Love to talk about them. I think I see where you're going with that, and I can definitely agree with it too. So, uh, And no, I know yours isn't negative. Annie's is never negative. Annie's so so positive. I love your energy. Uh, but drop it over in the group and let's let's spin on that. Let's talk about it because I think I know where you're going with it, but I got to jump off right now and let's talk more over in the group. If you guys want to join the group, like I said, you get my book free between now and January 1st. If you want to join, it's over at cubcooker.com. It's called the Mythos Supporter Membership. It's just really similar to like a Patreon or something uh, and you get a lot of cool perks with it and you get to support me monthly and and be a part of our awesome awesome community here just on a deeper level so i love you guys thank you so much god bless you have a beautiful beautiful afternoon and uh, go check my collab with joshua from yesterday um it's mind-blowing like lots of good downloads last night go check it out it's on my youtube channel and his right now www.cubcooker.com or stand.store slash c-u-b-k-u-k-e-r like, comment, follow, subscribe, all the good stuff. Thank you for the stars. Lots of love today. Lots of people in the house today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.